0: Welcome to Give Me a Break podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Beckman, and I'm so excited for episode two. Uh, I just want to say on the front end, I felt so much support from episode one and just like launching this. And like I said, in episode one, you know, this is just a fun project for me. But just feeling the overwhelming support that I have felt has been just so Kind and refreshing. So, I just want to say thank you for listening. Um, If you haven't listened to episode one, I really want to encourage you to go back and listen to it. It kind of explains the vision behind this whole podcast and why I do the format that I do. Um, It also tells a little bit about me, just in case if you don't know who I am. But I just want to dive right in to these questions. I haven't really looked at the questions. I really like this format that I have it in. It's through like Google Forms, which is really cool so that you guys are able to ask me anonymously. Um, so yeah, let's just dive right in. I'm gonna just kind of go in order that they're showing up on the screen. First question, it's pretty easy question I guess. Um, how did you become a worship leader? Um, so I share this story a lot because it's a huge part of my testimony and like just how I became the woman that I am today. Um, so like I've always sang my whole life, grew up in a very musical household and uh, took voice lessons and all that stuff, but my goal was always to be like a, (laughs) like a pop star, like like a blues singer, like I always just loved singing, and I always wanted to be famous for singing, and um, so I actually, when I graduated high school in 2016, um, I moved to Nashville, and I was pursuing that career. I had a lot of things ahead of me and lined up for me that were exciting, and I felt like, you know, I was entering this, like, amazing season in my life and that quickly became not what I thought it would be um and I can share a little bit more about that if you guys want me to but I'll refrain today um but yeah like I I was this time I was really far from God and I just didn't really want anything to do with like church or anything but I got this job at this boutique and a couple of the girls that work there were like, hey, you, need, you should come to, you should come to the belonging company. It's a church up in Nashville. And I was like, um, I think I'm good. Like, I really think I'm good. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, you have to come. Like, it, I promise you, like, it's not like any other church you've probably experienced. Like, you should come. So anyway, long story short, I went and um, it changed my life. Not the church itself, but just the presence of God. Like, I'd never experienced it in that way before. So, after that, uh, a couple weeks went by, and I actually got saved at that church. And then, about a month later, I got baptized at that church. And I remember um, this, I remember, like, a lot of people praying over me. Not at one time, but just, like, in different portions of the night with them getting baptized and I just remember this one girl praying over me like no one knew me too by the way that was praying for me but I don't remember like verbatim what she said, but she essentially was like, You're you're called to lead worship. You're called to to go and, and lead others with your gift. And like I just remember that was my dog. Oh gosh. <laughs> I just remember um really kind of like trying to research like what that meant and because I, I didn't really know what a worship leader was and then I actually came to faith the church the church that I work at now I came with my family um back in 2017 for an Easter service and I just still remember like before I, I came to the service I was like man I just like i Nothing was really working out. Like that church that I got baptized in, like they weren't they're were like a really big church and they have a huge worship team and it that they just didn't really like and this sounds kind of bad. I don't mean it this way, but like they didn't just like let someone just get on their worship team for a lot of different reasons and I think they took that leadership platform very seriously and I I totally respect that. So, no shade at all. Um but I remember coming to faith, and, like, walking in, and I was, like, I felt so much peace, and I was, like, this is weird, like, because I really had no intention of living in Florence, Alabama, like, I I really didn't, but I just remember knowing, like, I felt, I felt like God was saying, like, this is where you're gonna be, this is where I'm calling you, and I was, like, what? (laughs) Florence? Really? I live in Nashville, and Nashville's so cool, and big, and, important and when you say live in Nashville people think you're something and it's just so toxic and so stupid to think that way so yeah I um my husband but he was my boyfriend at the time but now my husband he was friends with some of the guys that led worship at faith and so he he was like hey my girlfriend uh she's a singer and like she's really wanting to start leading worship like how does she need to go about that and I just remember the process being so like Easy and seamless and everyone was just so supportive and it just wasn't hard like not that it's not hard work but like it just was. like it flowed so well the way it was supposed to be and I don't know I'm just I'm so grateful for that um for that calling on my life so that's really how I became a worship leader you know that's how I was called and then walked it out and I'm still walking that out and I'm so grateful for every opportunity that I get for real to lead worship, it's, um, it's humbling and it's incredibly fulfilling for me. So next question. Have you ever recorded music? <laughs> oh my gosh. I feel like my friend Caitlin asked this question because she likes to pick on me a little bit. Not really, um, but, <laughs> so yes, I've recorded music before, um, Like I said, when I was moving to Nashville, I I had recorded an EP before I officially moved there, and and none of them were my songs. I hadn't really written a lot at that point in my life, like nothing that I wanted everyone to hear. (laughs) So I recorded an EP, a bunch of different covers, and it was produced incredibly well. Like I don't cringe at anything about that EP except for me. Because I was just, I was literally 18, like, I was so young, I didn't really know what I was doing, but um, this incredible, incredible guy named Paul Childers, he produced it, and he was just, I just want to say, like, when you're in that realm, and if you're listening to this, and you're a musician, and especially if you're a woman, and, like, you know what I'm talking about, sometimes when you're in that um, music space, As a woman, as the only woman, maybe, in that space, sometimes you can be made to feel very uncomfortable and very um, sexualized. And that was not the case at all with my experience with these guys. Um, They were gentlemen and incredible and so helpful and kind to me. And because I was, I really struggled with harmonies at this point. I didn't really, couldn't really hear them very well. And Paul was so patient with me and so kind and I really just can't say anything but good things about Paul and Kip and and David and, like, all the guys that were a part of this process. Like, they were so incredibly kind to me. But, um, but yeah, like, my friend Caitlin, she figured out that I had this EP, and she loves it. She loves listening to it. And I'm not going to tell you what it's called because <laughs> I, just, I cringe, guys. Like, I cringe at it a little bit. Only me, though. Musicians are incredible. So, but yes, I have recorded music. That was a very fun time of my life. And I definitely want to record more. Um, I Me and my friend Caitlin, we've written quite a few songs that are, um, some of them are worship songs, some of them aren't worship songs. So I'm excited to record those and share that with the world. Okay, next question. Oh gosh, I think I have a lot of music questions, which I'm totally cool with. Okay, this one is, what's your favorite song to sing at church and why? So like I said, I haven't seen these questions (laughs) until now. So, um, gosh, I, I think right now my favorite song to sing is this song by... Elevation Rhythm, so Elevation Rhythm is like Elevation Worship's youth band, it's kind of like the same vibe as Hillsong Young and Free, um, they released a song called Easy, and it is the most beautiful song, because it's literally so simple, but the reason I love it so much is because it, the way that our students Sing that song. It's one of the songs. Like it's it's kind of it's simple. It's kind of broken down a little bit, so like you can hear every voice in the room. And it's like the chorus is like all that you want. is my attention, God. If that is my cost, you can have my forever. I keep finding a million ways to show you just how much I love you. Obviously, it's slower than that, but it is beautiful like it brings me to tears every time because it's just literally it's true it's like all that he wants is our attention and in that moment like he has our attention and it's just beautiful seeing students worship the Lord that way so I get emotional just thinking about it because it's just so I love it (laughs) okay next question how do I really change? Like, other than praying and reading my Bible and changing my friend groups, how can I genuinely serve the Lord the way I know I'm called to do? Okay, so that's, that's a really, that's a deep question. Um, so I feel like there's maybe two parts to this question. So how do you really change? Um, other than praying, because obviously praying and reading your Bible and, and may, yes, sometimes changing who you're surrounding yourself with, that those things will definitely help invoke change. But I think change requires patience and consistency. So you're not going to just change overnight. Um, there is a process called sanctification and we we're all going through it. Um, and. You know, I remember when I first got saved, I felt this change in the sense of my desire changed, what I was chasing after changed. But my selfishness and my like carnal nature didn't just change. It took time. It took, yes, it took reading my Bible, it took praying, it took surrounding myself with people who had been a Christian longer than me that could help me. And hold me accountable. So I think all of those things invoke change. But you can't just expect your whole life to change in the matter of an instant when it comes to these things. Because it takes time. It takes patience and consistency. And then the second part of the question is how can I genuinely serve the Lord the way I'm called to do? So I think, A, it's figuring out what what specifically do you feel called to do in a servant way? It could just be a blanket call of, I just feel called to serve people and like the situations are different. Or if it means like serving in your local church, like whatever that looks like. But again, it's that patience and consistency, right? It's not about proving yourself. It's not about um, getting a big platform and showing off your servanthood. That's That is not the goal. The goal is to be patient and consistent with the Lord and walking with Him because we're not chasing after even what we can do to serve the church. We're not chasing after what we can do. We're chasing after the Lord. We're walking with Him, and He will show us what we're supposed to do as we walk with Him. But if you're not reading your Word, if if we're not praying then those things become hard to identify. So, yeah, I would say to that question, patience, consistency. You've got to have those two things. Next question. Okay. How do I navigate out of anxiety and and depression as a teen in a godly way? Is medication okay in a godly aspect, or should I just focus on finding joy in him? Okay. Okay. So I love this question and um, the boldness of this question. So when I was a teenager, I had anxiety and depression, and I did not know it because nobody talked about it. Nobody was educating me on it, and I was suffering in silence because I didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, and I, I hate that, and I, I don't blame anyone for that because I think it's just... No one really knew how to have that conversation because up to up to really, like, this current generation, like, it was such a taboo thing to talk about. But navigating out of it is not going to look the same for everybody. And I, I do want to go ahead and answer the second part of this question is, is medication okay? Medication is okay if you have talked to... A licensed therapist who thinks that that is your best option and there is no shame in having medication because a lot of times it is a chemical imbalance in your brain in our brains because I struggle with this too um, and it's just the same thing as if you had any other imbalance in your body if medication is what you're comfortable taking and your physician is also prescribing you, then of course that's okay. And and God gave us brains. (laughs) He gave us resources that it's okay to be on medicine. But I think, you know, not just relying on medication, but yes, we can find joy in, in the Lord, and we can, there's other just, even like not as spiritual aspects that you can do there's there's exercise there's journaling there's all kinds of resources out there that my therapist told me about because I was on medication for for a while for depression specifically and honestly it made me feel incredibly numb and it I didn't like it and I I tried a few different kinds and it just I personally was not vibing with it it was not It was affecting my life still. And so there were other ways for me that I was able to find tools to cope. And I'm still discovering that too. I don't think it's this, like, just like the previous question about changing. Like, I I think when it comes to our mental health or in anything that we struggle with or, you know, whatever. You have to have patience with yourself and, and consistency with yourself because the more you get frustrated at the fact that you're anxious and depressed, the more anxious and depressed you're going to feel. And, and honestly, for real, because since you're asking how, in a godly way, I'm telling you, like, and I feel like the answer to all of my spiritual questions have been read the Bible and pray, But there is so much power in that. And I think our us as Christians, like we have diluted the power of the Bible. And I I feel like I have, and I shared it in last week's episode, like I, I feel like I've I've forgotten how powerful the word is. And I just I know that when I start my day with reading God's word and just meditating on it and praying, like God, please be with me today help me today, help me understand your heart more, and help me see people the way you see them, I'm telling you, it changes my whole perspective of my day, so I think it's both and, you know, if you're a Christian, and, and you're wanting to go about this in a, in a spiritual way, but there's also like earthly things that can help us as well, there's so many, so many solutions, really, And I think it's really easy to get bogged down with all of the information in flux. Like, for me, it's TikTok. Like, I get on TikTok, and I love it. And it it does bring some joy to my life because it's hilarious. Like, people are so funny. But at the same time, I'll see, like, a thousand videos, I feel like, about depression. And here's how you fix it, and here's how you fix it. And it's like, I think it's different for everyone. I, I really do. And I think as long as you're patient with yourself... And you're consistent with that patience and with whatever you're trying to do that you're going to find ways to heal coping mechanisms that are healthy. But again, I, I think getting, getting a therapist that you trust, that you can talk to, and, and if you can't afford therapy or, or for whatever reason you can't access therapy, find a person that you know loves you and that you can trust. Don't just talk to anybody. Don't put it all over social media for people to help you, because you're just opening up a door for deception and confusion. Okay, so find find a therapist that you trust, a person that you trust, and if if you both think that medication is going to help you, then that is totally okay. I believe that that is okay. That was a great question, though. I really I love questions like that. Thank you, whoever asked me that. I hope you're listening to this. And I hope you find ways to, that help you for real. Okay. I think this is the last question on this. I got, um, how many questions did I get? It's not telling me. Either way, this is the last question. This one's kind of lighthearted, but it's, it's funny. Um, it says, how can I deal with annoying boys at school? And they put their name out beside it, but I'm not going to share their name. This is funny. She's one of my students. Um, first of all, don't give them the time of day. And I know probably everyone tells you that. But for real, like, I remember being in middle school and in high school, and what a boy thought about me was just so important. And, like, looking back, I'm like, man, I missed out, I think, on a lot of, like, probably really healthy, fruitful uh, friendships with girls that I could have had if I would have just not let the dudes get in the way of that. Um, And, honestly, if they're picking on you and are annoying to you, they probably like you. They probably have a crush on you. So... I guess that's my answer. Just try to stay away from boys as long as you can. Because they got, they got issues. I mean, we all have issues, but they've got issues. um, And they just honestly bring trouble to your life. <laughs> Which I feel like it's not like a grandma saying that. Like, you stay away from the boys. But you should, honestly. Because, I don't know, y'all. Boys are just... They're kind of the worst, but I love them at the same time, but boys that age, they can be the worst, but so can the girls that age too, gosh, I remember, I remember being in middle school, with my friend group, we were so toxic, like, so toxic, like, who, who let us be like this, like, we literally would, like, and this is just my perception. Like, I don't even know if this is really the truth. <laughs> this is just what I remember. It's like we would pick someone every week, like subconsciously. Like, it it wasn't planned. But we would just, like, pick someone to, like, kind of ice out of the friend group. And I feel like 75% of the time it was me. And I hated it so much. And why I didn't just go find another friend group, I don't know. I don't know. But it's fine because we were all stupid, and immature, I don't hold it against them, but yeah, um, I've really liked, I've really liked these questions, for real, and, and I'm really glad that um, you guys found the, the Google uh, form, and you asked the questions, and for real, like, I want this podcast to be whatever you guys want it to be, and you're able to control that through these questions, so you ask them to me. I promise. Oh my gosh! I just hit my mic so hard. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Dang it! I thought this is going so well. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's fine. It's we're we're real here. We're honest. It's fine. Um. Anyway, what was I saying? <laughs> ask me questions on here. I promise you I'll answer them in an honest way as honest as I can be in the moment and um I really look forward to to this next week I know in the last episode I said I was going to release on Fridays but honestly like I have some downtime in the beginning of the week and I really liked posting on a Wednesday so I'm going to post on Wednesdays for the foreseeable future um but, like I said in the beginning, I do appreciate your support in this. Going into this, I was a little worried about, oh gosh, what are people gonna ask? Like, are they gonna get really personal? I mean, if they do, that's cool. Like, I'm down. But, um, like I said, just the support of, like, hey, I listened to your podcast and I really liked it. Even if you didn't like it, just you telling me like that you listened just makes me feel like I have a voice. And that's really all that we all want, right? Like, we all just wanna be heard in some way and this is how I want to be heard and so I just appreciate the opportunity to do it and for you guys listening so I hope you have a wonderful day and please ask me more questions because I'd love to answer them all right well I will see you guys next time